Hello and welcome to Sunday Night's Loud and Proud podcast. You can get me for free as usual on SoundCloud, on Patreon or wherever you get your podcast. I'm delighted to have you along on the Sunday night as usual. And tonight I'm going to be discussing the tale of two minor sides. Well, it's it's one tale, but it's two minor sides. Two disappointing defeats for our minors in Horland and football this weekend on Saturday and Sunday. I've seen them both unfortunately it's in the boat we're going to get into them but uh, just to recap on last week massive massive interest in the loud trials it's great to see that the people are really captured they want to know who's trying and who's getting out there for loud a lot of people all of them more or less bar one that i've heard has has not answered mickey's call but um during this week i should have a loud panel there's rumors going around the county of players have made it and players who have made it i'll have the definitive list on tuesday that's who has made the i suppose it's a training panel for mickey hart at the start and also i will have a special guest interview previewing the all ireland final between mayo and dublin i nearly hesitated on mayo there because not it's mad yeah it's mad year but yeah mayo and dublin come uh, take each other on i'm gonna have kind of a loud perspective but a, an overall national perspective on that that final so looking forward to getting a guest on and having a chat about that right so i will get into it i will get the the footballers out of the way uh, uh, at the start of this podcast i'll finish with the hurlers uh, and just a couple of other things i have maybe in terms of development so do stay tuned. We'll get into it. And Loud went down to Newbridge on Saturday. Um, lovely day. Sparkling day for football. Lovely sunny winter sky. Dry conditions. Uh, pitches in really good nick in St. Collins Park. Uh, all the, 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 all the, the, I suppose the setting was set for a, a good game, a good upset. And it just didn't materialise. You had parents there. I think one member, uh, one parent, one member of the, of the player family was allowed to go to the game. That was a nice touch. It was nice to have the family there because they're the ones that are ferrying them to and from Darver on every night of the year and nearly the whole year at this stage. So it was great for them to come down and look at their their, their sons playing. And uh, it's just unfortunate it didn't go that well for them on the day. We'll get into it. But the, the starting team, Dylan Cassidy and goals from Clotterhead. Right full-back, Rory O'Hagan uh, from the Pats. Conor Donahue was full-back from the Dock Young Ireland's. Keane Murphy was left full-back. Cameron Maher was right half-back from, from the Kevins. Paul Brennan was on the podcast the last day. He was said the half from Cahullin Gales. Left half-back from the Wolf Tones, Sean Flanagan. Middle of the field was the two Gerald Lines boys who I had on before, Brian Cafferty and being on Corrigan. Right half-forward, Keane Connor from Cooley Kickhams. Ed O'Neill on the 40 and Sean Reynolds on the left half forward line from Stabannon. Ed O'Neill from Cooley as well, sorry. Lee Griffithy, he started on the wing and Reynolds kind of swapped with him, so he's from the Rahalis. Tom Matthews and Kyle McElroy were inside. McElroy from the Rahalis and Tom Matthews from the Kevins. So with that starting team, you had three changes from the big win against Wexford nine weeks previous. Sean Maher dropped out of the side. Um, Jamie Lee dropped out of the side and Callum O'Hanlon also dropped out of the side um, and King Connor came in Sean Reynolds came in and Sean Flanagan came in and uh, it, it, Kyle McElroy was, uh, wasn't able to start but he did start in the end and it was we got a good start we started quite positively we we, we looked um, we looked well set up in defence we were forcing them into bad areas bad shots they had they had a massive four or five wides they had goal chances we were living dangerously but 
Anytime the ball went inside to the two boys, Kyle McElroy and uh, Tom Matthews would look very, very, very lively. We went into a 3-1 lead with Kyle McElroy getting three frees early on. Uh, and we, we, we were very were very confident in the way we set up. We were happy to let them shoot. We were full of energy and we were working to the plan. But in the same time, we were nearly working too much to the plan. Um, lads were getting filtering right back and not engaging them in the middle of the field. And then there was a case of we were luring the ball in really long, really kind of too direct to the two boys inside. And I was just a little bit over anxious. We were nervous then. We were, we were kind of, we felt we were letting the, the dominance slip from our grass and we did. And then what happened then was Kildare gets the water break. And they get to settle down because they were missing a lot of chances. They weren't really able to figure out our game plan. Then they get a nice tactical chat from Michal Kniff and then Johnny Doyle. He's with them as well. They have a good chat and then they come out and they're completely boss the second quarter of the game. They just uh, they just found their shooting range and they calmed themselves down. That's the thing about water breaks. I know it's mentioned on here before. But um, they, they kind of shot the lights out then coming into half time. And they get a couple of points to Fanning, Adam Fanning, very lively player in the corner. Two cornermen were very lively, Connor and Oshina Sullivan. Um, but Dar- uh, Sloan in a full forward, Darius Sloan, just a breakaway goal, big counter attack. We, we, we had the ball in our own half forward line, just give the ball away. They countered the whole way down the field, snappy, snappy move. They could fairly well move the ball. When they ran at us, they caused us real problems. Like we were living on our nerves. When they went direct or a real hard running, solo running hand pass off the shoulder team. That was their style and it really worked. And they finally caught fire and they ended up running the half. One seven to four points ahead. And it, once they got the goal, you could see heads were dropping. We were struggling to score. We didn't score from play. We were... Um, it's just they were very physical Kildare and they overpowered us and we just they just tightened down our skill levels or getting blocks in on us. We were just that slight bit delayed in getting the ball in and moving it and moving it through the hands and yeah, they just they just pulled away. They brought on this midfielder Shane Farrell. They they had another midfielder they, they took him off because he was playing Horland on the Sunday to give him a half con kyo. Took him off at half time. Brought on Shane Farrell and Loud really wanted the good positive early bright start to get into the game get a foothold in the game and stay in the game mount nearly a, a comeback lo and behold this Farrell fella comes on and just plucks ball out of the air finishes moves he starts in the middle of the field really powerful play big impact player just sucked the life out of loud kicked a couple of points as well so it wasn't going right for us at all and we tried to change it a couple of things around um Paul Brennan was a big blow. He went off just before half time to set the half. Really key player. He's going to have a great future in, in, in Loud and in the Cahullan Gales jersey as well. So he's a really positive, good player uh, to come from this batch. And uh, he went off with injury. He suffered, I think it was his ankle before on the run into it. Wasn't 100%. Got a big lift out of him just before half time. And then he just just wasn't fit to continue. Um, his teammate, Cork Malone, came in and set the half and had a quite a solid game when he came in, in fairness to Malone. Uh, Killian McDonald came in uh, Fionn Maher came in after half time from the Knicks nice tidy little player uh, links to play well uh, surprised he didn't start I know we'll, we'll, have, we'll hear from Aaron now about in terms of physicality but um, Maher was quite good and I'll get to that in a second but it was it was just they were so dominant Kildare they, they, they kicked 30 wides 
no sorry 15 wides and they kicked uh, 216 so they had 30, 30 over 30 odd scoring chances and they just pushed on and piled on the pressure after we get the first score of the half from Tom Matthews Kevin's man very lively full forward they kicked one seven to no reply and their goal was a kind of it was a shot that was high and the left half back Fiona Gillon just just kind of followed the play up, wasn't intentionally looking for a ball, just it just dropped in and he was unmarked and he did well to finish it. He was nearly it would have been a penalty anyway, I'd say. He was sandwiched between Cassidy and I think it was Conor Dunhill full back. But he did well to get the goal away and once they got that goal they were they were, well, they were miles ahead. They were two thirteen to one four ahead. And they just kind of save face, they um they worked themselves back into the game. Um, sorry, they got another. They got one five to no, five to no reply. Matthews gets the goal, which I meant to say was set up by Maha. Really good, threaded the needle foot pass, uh, in a good area. Plays a lovely ball in. Matthews takes on his man and buries it low. And that was a really good goal, and it was our first score from play of the half and of the game. Um, midway through the second half, so it was just we, were, we weren't able. We didn't have the skill level to. Or the quickness or speed of mind to compete at this level. Um, and they just pushed on. Kildare got the scores at the end. And we had a couple of scores. Uh, Kyle McElroy came out the field and ran at, ran at them. And he got a point. He got the other point from play. The only the only point from play. 1-1 one, one from play. was kind of just shows the, the lack of incision we had up front and penetration. Uh, Eric Murray came off the bench from the from the Blues. Uh, Killy McDonald as well from the Joes. But uh, yeah, so tough day at the office. Two sixteen, it finished to one seven. They're they're very impressive. They are the benchmark, um, like that's four. They've won four of the last six, seven minor competitions. Leinster, they'll go far again. No meet on the other side, so they'll probably reach the final. Um, that's the that's the benchmark. It's uh, I'll get into more about the benchmark after this. We'll hear first from Kyle McElroy, who himself had a great season for the Loud Miners. He kicked seven the first day and five today. And that's twelve points in total. Not bad for for the young fella. He'll uh, he'd be a real boost. All these young fellas from the rallies are gonna be massively needed um for the rallies they're down in intermediate next season. They're all gonna to have to come in and make an impact straight away. And it's it's nice that they have a nice young core to come in because it's quite an aging team, the rallies. There'll probably be a bit of a transition there. And it's a great way to, to bed those young fellas in. And they're probably one of the most outstanding teams at that grade the whole way up. Um, I think they won the under 14. Yeah, they definitely won the under 14. They won the under 15. They were betting on the 16 final. And then didn't make the didn't make the final. Or the, I don't think they even made the semi-finals this year. But they'll be needed. McElroy's a great chap. And uh, we hear from him now. And then we'll hear from Aaron High, the manager, uh, loud manager after it. So, yeah, let's hear from Kyle now. Kyle McElroy, loud forward. Uh, Kyle, not the result, I suppose, that you were hoping for no. coming down here today. Disappointing. Yeah, well, very disappointing. At the start of the game, we, we got ahead of the game. We caught Kildare out. They started slow. We started fast enough. But we didn't capitalise enough when they started slow. But it is what it is. It happens. Early doors, they've missed quite a few opportunities. But crucially, even though I suppose you weren't creating that many chances, you were, you were leading on the scoreboard. Yeah, but... The way the football goes, that happens. But we didn't capitalise enough until Kildare missed all them. We should have got a few goals, but that's football at the end of the day. 
and in that second quarter then once they got a bit of a run in you and they got the goal yeah. so it was going to be tough for that second half wasn't it yeah but we should have kept the heads we, we dropped our heads a bit sorry and uh, ah, that's just football at the end of it, let's be honest but well, I felt we could have won the game today definitely you just weren't creating enough really in that first half yeah. either just you know, not enough ball coming in there to the like yourself and some of the other fouls yeah the ball in wasn't great but as, again that's that's just football that's it was a good game. I felt like we done well, but Kildare were the better team today. Mm. The good leader at half time. You needed to you needed to make a start in the second half, and that didn't materialise. No, but Kildare came out strong in the second half, and we didn't pick up the pace at all. We just kept the same pace in the, second, in the first half. Mm. Tom Matthews getting the goal back. It was a six point game at that stage, um, but you probably needed to tag on the scores then after that, and that didn't happen either. Yeah, we could have pushed on there and got another couple of goals, but Kildare stayed calm in defence. Broke out well when they got the ball and that's, that's football. Credit to Kildare though, they were fairly classy looking out for Yeah, they were they as they started off but they got into it and they played some class football. They did, they played some very good football. And a lot of good options they had as well off the bench. Yeah, they're better now. I was surprised with a few of the people coming in there for them. They were strong, their starting team was strong and then the fellas coming out were very strong as well. It was hard to know what to expect from them today. This was their first outing, but they had home advantage, and obviously they, they had won the minor last year. So I suppose in that sense, you knew that they were obviously going to be a tough nut to crack today. Yeah, as, as we got told, they they haven't played in a couple of months, but they showed there as they got into the game that they're a very good team. The nine-week delay since the first round, how much of an impact was that, or how difficult was it from your from your perspective, having you know beaten Wexford the first day, a good win over Wexford, to have to wait so long then for your quarter final? Uh, that's that's just the way life's going at the moment. But we kept as as a team. As when we got back to train, we trained hard, but today just wasn't our day. This group of lads, I know some of them are eligible for, for next year. It'd be important to try and keep the lads together now and maybe you know push on again for next year. Yeah, yeah no, the lads coming through, they were excellent. Now, a few of them, I have to give credit to Cameron, Liam, Sean, they're, Dara, they're all excellent coming through and they brought the best in everyone in, in the out of the older lads. What about yourself? Are you overage next year? Uh, no, I'm, I'm going up to under 20s, hopefully. Good man. Yeah, and uh, but your own performance over the two games the last time against West with the seven points I don't know what you got today but you'd be happy enough with your own contribution yeah yeah I think today I got the four or five and Wexford got the seven happy championship now especially last year I had the experience of coming up so I felt like this championship went very well for me well hard luck on the result today but well done on your own performance anyway Kyle thank you very much for joining us thank you very much hard thank luck you. Kyle thank you. thank you good man thank you Kyle good lad Loud manager Aaron Hoy, um, I suppose Aaron, the scoreboard, the scoreboard tells its own story. Uh, best team won today, I suppose you'd have to admit that first of all. Yeah, definitely, yeah. The Kildare were the best team, showed it on the field, showed how they could take their scores. We started brightly, I thought we started rightly in, in the first 20 25 minutes. We probably just didn't hammer home the advantage we have on the scoreboard as the possession we had in the field. And then when Kildare kicked in into gear, uh, we got called for the goal, and that was them gone in the first half. It was one seven to four. Is that right? Half time, tried to pick the lads up at half time. They did rally. We think we got the we had the first point in the second half. We got the first point in the second half again, and then we got caught uh, a wee bit of sleep at the back for their second goal. And at that stage, then it came. The game was over. Have to commend the lads. They had a very difficult year. Stop start league, non not league not finishing. Stop start. Championship to have to be commended on, on the resolve they showed to keep with it. Now we're in the second week of December. We should have been finished in, in June, July. 
Um, so brilliant bunch of young men uh, and hopefully they can keep going and, and we see a few of them playing under 20 in senior football in the future How frustrating was it the nine week break between the first round and today's match you know because obviously on, on the back of the last win you had a bit of momentum perhaps that the game had to come quicker but that was out of your control obviously Yeah um, it was unfortunately like the way things went with, with COVID we weren't even allowed to train together if you had to keep them as a group you could have probably put a bit more impetus on, on, on certain things game plans um, different systems of play but the lads were training on their own in their own small pods and for, for them to do that for six weeks without any help from us they were given, they were given the plan and stuck to it and, and they kept their fitness levels up and some of them even improved their fitness levels over that, that six weeks so I, I have no complaints we had a game plan some things didn't work some young fellas did, just didn't perform in the day we, we, we're not going to name any names but some of our better players the last day just didn't show uh, and that's games go like that like, you know, they're only 17 years of age Like some games can just get to them and, and, and it seemed that the, the occasion may have got a couple of them unfortunately Just back to the day's game I mean you stayed in it up until probably the end of the first quarter early second quarter but the worry was always there because Kildare were missing quite a bit but the worry was if they started converting those chances they were going to obviously get away from you we, the, the way we set up uh, we were making them shoot from uh, difficult angles and from outside the, 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 the shooting range if you, if you want to call it that uh, so we were happy with that we are putting them into not natural shooting positions and then they were kicking them wide that was all planned to keep that centre tight it did work they were shooting they were kicking wide but again when we had that period first 20-25 minutes we didn't we didn't put enough on the scoreboard to cause them any, any hassle and then when they get the goal that's the momentum switches the completely opposite direction and for young fellas to change that around it's hard they did try uh, they definitely did try and they never gave up so I, I can't complain about any one of them man. Yeah I mean and you, you give fellas a run off the bench as well I mean they tried right to the finish even though it was probably a lost cause Yeah there was lads that we changed from the last day um, for, for this fixture we felt that Kildare would be a more physical side so we, we, we changed it up a bit So uh, and then the, the lads weren't performing we replaced and the replacements that come in performed well we thought so all, all, all the lads there did, did their bit. Uh, unfortunately, we just came out on the wrong side of a result. First year as manager of this group, Aaron, um, today's result aside, um, personally it's been a, a great obviously year for yourself uh, at club level and, and the win over Wexford in the first round, but at club level in particular, Aaron. And it's, it's, a, it's a year I wouldn't like to see it repeated with all the hassle we went through but again what I got from my own personal level and from the club was absolutely brilliant I was playing football for 25-26 years with the Brides first team and had nothing to show with it really and eventually I, I, I got a cup but I jumped on the back of a heavy young fella thank God but uh, um, yeah a difficult year wasn't ideal um, we have another goal at this year hopefully the, the men that we have with me um, David Eamon and Breen will stay with me for next year we'll probably get a grip of the, the, the current under 16s the 17s next year in the next couple of weeks have a look at them and see if we can make an improvement yeah, some of these guys are eligible again next year some of them will be moving on to under 20 but whether it's minor or under it's important to keep these fellas playing football and keeping them together it is man. that's what I spoke with them after the game that where did they go from here they have to look forward to the under 20 squad and then hopefully we can get 5 or 6 of them lads onto a senior squad because you have to keep that conveyor belt of, of players going to, 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 to have a successful county at senior level um, getting the young fellas in there a few and Cameron uh, is 
will be part of the squad next year. There's a couple of other lads there, Sean, Liam. We brought them in. Um, so there's a, I, I, there's, I believe there's a good bunch of lads coming up. And again, my job is to get them through the minor level and on to the next stage of, the, of their uh, inter-county career. So we, we, we hope we can do that and give Mickey a few headaches on who he has to pick and maybe shift a few of the older lads out. But that's the plan. That's great. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. No bad so yeah, that is the plan. That is the plan indeed. Developing these players and getting them up to that level. So, um, like I mentioned there, Kildare's pedigree at this grade. Fitz has come in now. We've new coaches named. We have uh, we have a kind of a buzz around the county in terms of youth and development. The whole for me, it's like I know Aaron's only come in this year and he'll be with them again next year, like he said. But for me, from now on, this is this is ground zero. In terms of loud football, um, a twelve-point defeat at this age, and and like people say, oh, what's the story? What happened? Nothing really happened. It was just, it was that's what that's the level Kildare are operating at. That's the level Louder are operating at. Um, like when when we're not competing at this level, we we have we had a big massive outlier in that in that uh, intermediate or that minor final in twenty seventeen. And we've seen a lot of those players have made their grade, made the senior grade already on their way. And he was the manager in minor as well. But this for me is ground zero, right? So how do we bridge that gap? We're beaten well out the gate. We're beaten by, um, what was it, nine? Yeah, f- 12 points. 12 points we're beaten by. And like, it's the end of 2020 now at the moment. So you, you have two and a half years, say, for 2023 for this batch to play on the 20s what do we do how do we develop them um, I know they mentioned the younger players are coming in as well the under 16s this year they'll come in as well actually was uh, then at that last Wednesday at the um, the minor or the senior trials and I thought the under 16 were the minors really big some big lads there at, at under 16 uh, I was wishing them all the best of luck and they were looking at me sideways was you on about I obviously know now that that was the only the under 16s training um, but yeah, how are we going to develop these lads? Like we're going to Kildare are going to be the benchmark again in two and a half years' time. Is there is there an emphasis now? These lads will go off after minor. There's nothing out at club level until under twenty. Are you are you relying on like I said the Rattleys to develop all these players, Cooley and Cullen Gale to develop all these players? The Joes and Roach have a lot of players at that grade. I think the Joes made the semi final as well. Um. Like you've, I know you've a cluster of teams with the Kevins and the the Kevins made this, the minor final with with Clark Head and Stabannon joining into that as well. So and Matt are coming through Matt Hunterstown underage as well with Cooley at under sixteen a year younger. Are you relying on the clubs to do that? Are you going to take this batch of twenty four, twenty five, twenty six lads and develop them physically for two and a half years down the road? Because you look at Kildare and they're far superior in terms of conditioning. Um, it's it's kind of it's it's a it's a process now down there that that's the way they roll it out, that's the way it's been done since McGinney kind of set up those structures down there, and you can see that it's starting to, to chug along and it, it's not just like like we have really good footballers, End O'Neill's class footballer, um, Kyle McElroy, Tom Matthews, like they're all we're really good forwards, Brian on Corrigan, 
Brian Cafferty, those fellas need to be developed physically further because they're big men. We need to hold on to those big men. Paul Brennan as well, like I mentioned, Conor Donoghue, two great games at full-back. So all these lads have to be developed and looked after. Um, are you going to rely on the club to do it or are they going to be taken into the gym and developed the whole way up now? Or are they just going to be left and then called in for a trial game at that basis? So I'd like to see that um, that gap bridged because you'd like to meet Kildare then. Because I would argue that Tom Mattis and Danny, uh, sorry, not Danny Riley, Tom Mattis and Kyle McElroy, Danny Riley did come on actually, really good player, really good soccer player as well actually. He missed out, he he came back, he had a bad injury, he came back. He'll, he'll be there thereabouts in a couple of years' time as well. But I would argue those two chaps, Tom Mattis and Kyle McElroy, were better than Oshin Sullivan and Adam Fanning. It's just Fanning and O'Sullivan got better supply and they were... They were um, they were given better kind of balls in and and were able to work with that. I, I don't see the difference. I just see maybe if if these lady lads were given a little bit more help. Um, so th- that's my argument anyway. I'd like to see them develop because there's a good bunch there. We're very top-heavy, really good scoring forwards there. Really creative. Like Sean Reynolds can play an extra really fine player. Keen Connor as well as a nice left foot. And Cameron Maher can play again next year. The tones of lads featuring as well. So... There's actually a couple of other toned lads there that didn't come with and uh, Brennan as well. So there's a couple of other lads there to come in. Um, so it's just, it, for me, it's about getting these boys up. We know now, right, two and a half years' time, we, the end of the end of 2020, obviously, it'll be middle, of, it'll be early 20, uh, 2023, time these lads play. So we need to work on them now, is what I'm saying. Get them up there and get them developed for that. There's no excuses now. This is, like I say, is ground zero. Um, and I suppose now just to finish I was out in Darver today and I'd seen the Horlers they played in the Pedder or Lantern Cup it was a kind of a you would probably say a B competition for the Horlers and they took on down and uh, fair fair play to them they took a heavy loss in the end but uh, yeah I'll name the team give the lads their due Connor White from Menina, you had a lot of Menina players actually when when I go go down to it here. Fiona McGurk from Pierce Oak, you had Connor Murphy from um, Knock from Knockbridge. Yeah, no, no, that's not, yeah, and then you had Aaron Aaron Smith from Matic Range as well, and Aaron McGuinness from Menina. Brendan Pennegrass, really good game at the half from Nave Menina as well. Cameron Maher, he's a dual star from the Kevins. Connor Murphy. Um, from Menina and Aidan O'Brien really good player really impressed with him in the middle of the field today from Pierce Oak Tom Matthews number 11 he was another star so there's two lads that played for the county in two days for broke grade so fair play to them and massive shout out to them uh, Fionn Komsky really good player he's a, he's been in with the senior team already this season from Menina really like to look at him Tiernan McKenna um, from Knockbridge uh, and then Sam Phelan very young player um, from Dave Menina Kieran Walsh as well Junior Smith as manager um, Jack Mulvihill from Menina as well he he was on the bench um, Keelan Maher from the Kevins as well that's another one of the Mahers um, Josh Finley from the Kevins and then Ro- uh, Jack, Jake McNamara from Knockbridge and Ronan Reid from Dave Menina I don't know why there's no Feckins players someone can fill me in on that um, I'm sure they would have players that would con- contribute but um yeah, so 18 out of those lads can play again next year. So it's a very young, very, very young side and it's a development thing as well. Um, fair play to them for, for donning the, the, the white door and white and red today. Um, 
you have to hand it to any chap that wants to go out and represent their county. They're very proud of that, and especially Horland, you get no leg up whatsoever in this county for Horland. Like, and it's starting to make inroads with the Laurie Maher win this year. And those boys tried damn hard today, and uh, they're a credit to themselves, their family, and their clubs as well. Just wanted to state that. That's it for this week's podcast. Um, during the week, like I say, I will be delving in. I'll be naming more or less the, the the completed loud squad on Tuesday and then Thursday I will be looking ahead to that All-Ireland Finals we may end up with a kind of a loud slant on it and just get a take on it with an interview with a special guest but uh, thanks very much for listening you'll find it all on the social channels Loud and Proud on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as well I'm not on TikTok just yet um, don't hold me to it uh, but thanks very much for listening I'll chat to you next Sunday again if you're on the free podcast and if not during the week chat to you soon talk to you bye bye sing it loud, sing it proud.